0: You probably have a lot to say about all that <laughs> paragraph, right? I mean...
1: I... Unfortunately, I don't, <laughs> man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all, uh, I, all I know is, like... I have 20 kids. I'm... All right. We are... We are live. I... I'm excited to be here with my bro, Jay Hizzy. What's up, bro?
1: Yeah, what's up, H Town? So um, it's cool, man. We're talking about kind of the beginning of all the nations uh today in uh mm. chapter 10. So I'm excited, man. It's definitely a unique kind of turning point in the book of Genesis where we are nearing the end of the first section, you know. So the uh section one of Genesis, or there's there's two parts of Genesis. There's Genesis 1 through 11, that kind of you address all the origins uh, of, you know, humanity. Hmm. And then you have, uh, you know, after that, Genesis 12 and on is talking about uh, the line of Abraham and kind of what what God starts to do through them. So, um, yeah. I love what you said.
0: I love what you said there. Let me make sure that I heard you correctly. Genesis 1 through 11 is the creation of humanity. And the continued procreation of humanity. Yeah. And post Genesis 1 through 11 is about that. And then Genesis 12 on is the lion of Abraham.
1: Yeah. So it's just kind of what God. So Abraham is the beginning of of the uh, Hebrew people. And so God chose a covenant people to um bring his messiah through and to really work as his mediator for for the world, right? It's so like you know you have in the old testament that God used the Jews um to to reach the world with his message, right? Of salvation. And so here in the New Testament, God uses Christians to to reach the world uh for him. Mm. So yeah.
0: Great. Well we're still on no still on Noah, right? We started with Adam. Yep. And now we're with one of Adam's descendants, Noah.
1: Yep. So kind of our big uh, story time with Noah, uh, you know, we kind of had through chapter six through nine. Um, so we are, we're, we're closing out with Noah today in the sense that we're kind of getting the lineage of all his sons. But something interesting is here, um, chapter, chapter 10 and chapter 11 actually run parallel. So we need to remember that when talking about both chapters. Um, So it's not like chapter 10 came chronologically before chapter 11. We need to understand them in an overlapping sense.
0: Uh, Got it.
1: Yeah. So, well, I mean, and when we get into it, we'll address it. And then same thing when we get to uh, chapter 11 episode, we'll address it again, just to clarify. Cool.
0: Sounds good.
1: Yeah, so I'll, uh, are we ready to start out, you think?
0: Yeah, Genesis 10. Do you want to start right. us off?
1: Uh, we'll kick us off. All right, so Genesis 10, verse 1. Now these are the records of the generations of Shem, Ham, and Japheth, the sons of Noah, and sons were born to them after the flood. The sons of Japheth were Gomer, Magog, and Medea, and Javan and Tubal, and Meshech, and Tiras. The sons of Gomer were Ashkenaz and Rifath and Tog- Togarmah. The sons of Javan were Elish- Elisha and tarshish ketem Dodanim. From, from these, the coastlands of the nations were separated into their lands, everyone according to his language, according to their families, Into the nation. So, once again, this just to take a look at these first five verses. um, It says here at the end of verse five, uh, everyone according to his language. So, in the beginning, when God created humanity, we we all had the same language. So, this is why I'm saying that verses ten and eleven run parallel because verse eleven is where God separated the languages. So, we're just kind of getting a lineage here of where everyone traces to but the kind of the overlap story of why they have separate languages is what we're going to address in the next uh, chapter um interesting yeah
0: one quick thing to point out here really quickly noah has three sons sons—Shem, ham and japheth and we're talking about the records of these generations sons who were born to them after the flood and then so we get Japheth here again then we see Gomer and several other sons we see Gomer right here and Javan right here then we start talking about the sons of Gomer again so these are the sons of Gomer we have the sons of Javan and as you mentioned they're talking about the nations were separated into their lands everyone according to his language and their families and their nations i just find it interesting it's you know obviously not every single generation not every single son not every single grandson not every 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 single great grandson is really specifically mentioned so it seems to highlight specific generations that they're going down here and so these are some of them
1: definitely so i would agree this is not this does not appear to be a closed genealogy like in the beginning so in genesis 5 that was a closed genealogy because with they they gave the year the age they were when they had that child they're the first son, and then they gave the year they were how old were they were when they died, and all those things. So that was clearly a closed genealogy, right? And and so this, you're right, is just just trying to hit some high points of, of lineage.
0: Cool. Let's keep powering through verse six. The sons of Ham were Cush and Mizraim and Put and Canaan. The sons of Cush were Seba and Avila, and Saptah, and Rama and Saptaka. And the sons of Rama were Sheba and Dedan. Now Cush became the father of Nimrod. He became a mighty one on the earth. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Therefore it is said, like Nimrod, a mighty hunter before the Lord beginning of his kingdom was Babel, and Erek, and Akkad, Kalni, in the land of Shinar. From that land he went forth into Assyria, and built Nineveh, and Rehoboth, Er, and Kalah, and Rezin between Nineveh and Kalah. That is the great city. Mizraim became the father of Ludum and Anamim and Lahabim and Nafuhim and Hathrusim and Casluhim, from which came the Philistines and Kaphthorm.
1: Yes, so this Nimrod cat uh, is significant. So here's something interesting, you know, when they're talking about just that the, they're hitting this lineage, right? And they're talking about the children that were born to different people and things like that, and then we stop and we have four verses that are addressing this guy Nimrod, right? Mm-hmm. He was mighty one of the earth, mighty hunter before the Lord. It is said, like Nimrod, a mighty hunter, like all the, I mean, like he's clearly a significant guy. So um, this part also overlaps with the next, next chapter, chapter 11, because it actually talks about in this one as well, um, the beginning of his kingdom was Babel, right? So it appears that Nimrod was the one who <clears throat> led this construction uh, of, of the Tower of Babel. And um, Shinar, uh, it, it addresses uh, Shinar in here at the end of verse 10. Uh, that actually appears to be Babylonia. So when we know hear about Babylon, uh, the place where the uh, Jews were taken into captivity later on, uh, this is actually the, the origins of that place. Um, and Babel, also, so yep.
0: Babel is the origin of Babylonia. So... Or Babylon, I guess.
1: Yeah, Babylon, because okay, so Shinar and Babylonia are the region, and 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 then Babel, um, it's kind of it just says here it's his kingdom, but but Babylon, the city, um, it, these appear to be the the origins, and actually it appears that when we get going to get into Abraham in verse twelve, he actually came from that that same region, um, but I've heard certain scholars say that what's going on here is that nimrod is he is almost like putting together a one world government and i don't want to get too far into that because we're going to talk about that in chapter 11 but like i said since these chapters overlap i want to try to address what's relevant now without spilling into the next chapter but but the point is nimrod was a significant guy um he was kind of like an early i don't know just like a a, a very significant world leader at this time but um, it appears that he was kind of getting together with this um, what he was, his kingdom um, was kind of looks like it was like a based on idolatry and and things like that He actually his name uh, Nimrod actually means I think rebel uh, in Hebrew or, or it has some connection to the term rebel in Hebrew I believe so yep. And also it goes into from that he went forth into Assyria and built Nineveh. So we also know that the, the Assyrians, and the Ninevites, they were ancient enemies. So Babylon, uh, Assy- Nineveh, like all, all these were ancient enemies with Israel. So he kind of set up these very powerful uh, kingdoms. And, and, and the Ninevites, um, they actually – uh, they are credited with – I know that I've heard certain scholars say they're credited with coming up with some very unique ways of torture. Um, they would do some terrible things, uh, just uh, people they would conquer and, and just d- different people that they might, might capture. So,
0: yeah. So, Nimrod, mighty one on the earth, mighty hunter before the Lord, he… Starts to looks like builds these kingdoms and the beginning of his kingdom was Babel, Erech, Ad and Kalni. And these appear to be cities within a specific region called Shinar.
1: Which is also Babylonia, correct.
0: Babylonia is a region, yes. and Babylon is a city.
1: Correct. But Babylonia is a region east of uh, east of Israel. It's actually so the, the, the region would be modern day Iraq. Hmm. Or at least maybe not encompassing. Remember, they don't necessarily have the same geographic boundaries that we do. Um, but, but that's to give you an idea. Like I do know that, that Babylon, the ruins of Babylon, are in Iraq today. Um, but, but they're just ruins. The city doesn't still exist that anyone's populated in.
0: This guy's like a little Napoleon is what I'm getting at
1: Yeah, I mean, I kind of think of like he's an early Alexander the Great, right? Just going around creating all these things, except that like he didn't really conquer anything. I I don't think of him as like this early conqueror of different nations. I mean, the nations, because the nations haven't really started in a sense yet, he just went around kind of gathering and getting people together and uh, trying to put together this evil one world government
0: got it so then we have here kind of in verse 13 it says Mizraim became the father of ludum and several of these other people from which came the philistines and castle so got some philistines in here
1: yeah cool. we're, we're gonna be i mean this addresses ancient enemies of israel so yeah the philistines um we're going to read about like in you know the the book of the books of first uh, and second Samuel address a lot of wars with the Philistines,
0: and I think if you were probably I suspect that if you were alive around this time in which Moses wrote this book, that you would recognize some of these people, some of these places, some of them maybe not all of them, some of them now because. Political boundaries change over time. The names of cities change over time. That uh, you'll not be able to find all these places necessarily on a map. Governments come, they fall. They come, they rise, they fall.
1: Butter, bing, butter, boom.
0: They come, they rise, they fall, and I suspect till Jesus comes, they're just going to keep rising and keep falling.
1: Yep. Oh. So, a...
0: Um. Cool. Yeah.
1: You want to move on to 15? Yeah, let's do it. Canaan became the father of Sidon, his firstborn, and Heth, and the Jebusite, and the Amorite, and the Girgashite, and the Hivite, and the Arkite, and the Sinite, and the Arvadite, and the Zamarite, and the Hamathite. And afterward, the families of the Canaanite were spread abroad. The territory of the Canaanite extended from Sidon as you go toward Gerar, as far as Gaza, as you go toward Sodom and Gomorrah and Adma and Zeboim, as far as Lasha. These are the sons of Ham, according to their families, according to their languages, by their lands, by their nations. So... We just talked about how the Philistines, we read about them in First and Second Samuel. All of these different ones, the, the Jebusites, the Amorite, the Girgashite, um, a lot of these are covered in the book of Joshua. And we see, I mean, these, these are the people who possessed the land of Canaan, who were um, doing evil things like doing child sacrifices and things like that. And so God gave the land of Canaan uh, to the Israelite people. And so at first, I mean, he was like, hey, I, I'm giving the land to you, go in and take it. But because of their lack of faith at times and because of their lack of obedience to take the land as quickly as they should have and obediently as they should have, they had to deal with some of these ancient wars. Um, and I believe, though, yeah, I mean, they, we're, we're just, the point is that these, these uh, people groups, the names of these people that we're reading right now, this is going to show back up
0: right and it's it's easy to jump through one of these paragraphs and your head just starts spinning um especially if this is your first time going through the bible some of these people groups come up later in the bible just like justin mentioned and i think it's also important to remember that when we talk about the canaanites that's a that's a large people group You know, that's a, that's a, that's a, just imagine the city that you live in or the neighborhood you live in right now. This is hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands, maybe more people group that, uh, live. These people lived and they were historic. They, uh, obviously, um, recorded in history here. And so while it's easy to quickly move through. These entire people groups, it's important to remember that each one of these people groups had their own culture. They had their own traditions. They had their own practices. They had their own famous athletes, you know, in, form, in the form of soldiers. They had, their fav, fav, they had their own famous musicians, like Justin Bieber or something like that, you know. They had their own famous uh, food restaurants. That they would all go to so these these you know favorite foods i mean this is an entire culture that we're talking about not only that it's not just the the culture really the culture and some of the things that i mentioned here but it's also the sins of the culture which i think is what you're mentioning here you got a land of people that are uh living in a way that is not loving their neighbor you know it can be a very corrupt place um Places around the world today that they don't love their neighbor very well and there's a lot of uh, people taken advantage of a lot of victims a lot of uh, children that are um, abused and a lot of uh, adults and women and all types of things happening right now in the world today but you would take a look in that area and just feel like there's a lot of butchery. You know,
1: Violence, oppression, all those things, man, yeah.
0: Right. So um I think we can think of some governments around the world where maybe the people in the country starve are starving and they don't treat the people very well, and a lot of people are taken advantage of psychologically, abused. and so there's just a lot of um a lot of interesting things about each one of these names each one of these people groups that were quickly going through but let's make sure we take a step back and and not maybe minimize minimize these people groups too much uh because they were um there were a lot of people so yep and the way i like to think about it just to kind of summarize i grew up in a small town And, you know, whenever you go up in a smaller town, you have kind of like the people in that town that are kind of famous, you know, maybe you have that famous football player that everybody knows about or that famous business person in the city. And I know that and all the people that grew up in that area likely know who those people are, but nobody else in the world knows or even cares, you know? But I, I don't know. I find that fascinating going to some of these random cities and kind of finding out their culture and what's really important to them. So anyways, um, any other thoughts on this paragraph?
1: Nope. I mean, I think uh, I think you, you covered it. Um, oh. I mean, there's a variety of cultures and languages going on there. Yeah.
0: Verse 21. Okay. This is Deion Sanders' jersey number. I don't recommend living like he did in the first half of his life. But I think he became a pastor in the second half of his life. That's the one that I'm referencing right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Verse 21. Also to Shem, the father of all the children of Eber, and the older brother of Japheth, children were born. The sons of Shem were Elam and Asher. Asher.
1: Uh, Asher is how...
0: <laughs> and Asher.
1: Asher is how I've heard it pronounced.
0: And Arpachshad. Arpachshad. And Lude. And Aram. Sons of Aram were Uz. And Pol. And Gether And Mash. This is where Mashed Potatoes comes from. Probably. <laughs> Dude, that would be epic to be named after a guy named no. after, Like you're you're the I think we you're all the guy.
1: This. Yeah, I mean you're the guy that when I'm eating mashed potatoes, I'm thinking of you.
0: Like I'm mash. Yeah. First name mash, last name potatoes. <laughs> so verse 24 Arpakshad became the father of Sheila. Sheila became the father of Eber. By the way, real quick, whoever had whoever got named Sheila as a man probably wasn't the coolest guy in his town. Back to that. Um,
1: well, maybe it was one of those deals like uh, that song, A Boy Named Sue. His dad knew he wasn't going to be around, so you name him a, a girl's name. He gets beat up a lot when he's younger. He's tougher when he's older. Yeah.
0: No, um, I don't know if the people watching this are old enough to know what you're talking about, but they can look it up.
1: Yeah, I mean it's a, I I well I'm not old enough for when that song came out, but I heard of it. So.
0: Right, 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 right. Me neither. Me neither. Verse 25. Two sons were born to Eber, and the name of one was Peleg. For in his days the earth was divided, and his brother's name was Joktan. Joktan became the father of Olmedad and Shelef and Hazar Maveth and Jura and Hadram <laughs> and Uzal and Dikla and Obal and Abinmale and <laughs> Sh- Shiva and Ofer and Avila and Jobab. All these were the sons of Chaktan.
1: That was a mouthful.
0: Whoa. Okay. Now, their settlement extended from Misha as you go toward Zephar, the hill country of the east. These are the sons of Shem, according to their families. According to their languages, by their lands according to their nations.
1: You said a lot. You probably have a lot
0: to say about all that <laughs> paragraph. Right. I mean
1: I unfortunately I <laughs> don't, man. <laughs> uh,
0: all, I, all I know is like I have twenty kids, I'm gonna name them every single thing in here. Yeah, man. yeah. You know how confusing you know how confusing all this is?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Why can't they just have normal names like Justin and Henry?
1: I <laughs> uh, actually, um, for when they were born, they those probably were normal names in their I know, I'm just time kidding. and culture. No, I like it though. I, I mean,
0: like depending it. where we are in the country, everyone's like never even heard of our names. You know, what I mean,
1: uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah.
0: Um, Justin, I'm sure they've heard of Justin though before, just because you have so many, so mm. many four four celebrity celebrity uh, brothers.
1: With the same I guess name. so.
0: Yeah. I, won't, I won't bring those up right now.
1: <laughs>
0: according to their languages, by their lands, according to their nations. So there's just a billion people listed off here. Um, you know what? I'm going to recommend that if you want to do additional research on this paragraph, you can go to Dr. Constable's website, drconstables website.com <laughs> jk slash constable notes slash here they are you can dig into genesis you can read about every single one of these people having trouble sleeping is what you're going to want to read actually i'm sure it's fascinating i'm kind of giving it a hard time a little bit right now but i'm um, sure it's quite quite fascinating
1: it is I've heard um certain scholars talk about how they can pinpoint a lot of like modern day cultures and the origins and things like that um just from the the detailed record the Bible gave right, and just how uh how we do see the origins and where these things started and how they developed.
0: yeah, I would absolutely agree you know there's a lot of things in the Bible because it's a historical record that Initially, we wouldn't be particularly fascinating, fascinated maybe ourselves just because we don't have the background, you know? Uh, for those of y'all who play like first-person shooters and you want the perfect sensitivity, well, that's what we're talking about right here. You know, it's getting into the nitty-gritty, the details. So...
1: Yeah, be detail-oriented guys.
0: Yeah. It's like changing the the sensitivity, inverting your joystick your right controller joystick so that up is down and down is up so imagine imagine if you were a scholar in here and you're actually really studying and you're doing (laughs) archaeology then 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 this is like this is like christmas day reading this reading this chapter reading this
1: paragraph yeah
0: yeah so uh let's finish this out strong verse 32 take us home justin
1: These are the families of the sons of Noah, according to their genealogies, by their nations. Out of these, the nations were separated on the earth after the flood. Well, once again, I want to say the nations were not separated until chapter 11, when when God separated them by changing their language. But I don't want to hop ahead, but just again, to repeat for like the third or fourth time, chapters 10 and 11 run parallel. And so um, that's important. It's
0: important that you say that, because if you're reading this um, and then you read the next section, you're going to be a little bit confused. What do you mean by these sections run parallel? What does that actually mean?
1: It means that um, God is describing or sorry, God through Moses is describing in chapter 10 details of if, if we had a timeline. Right. So if this and you know, so let's just say right now, let's just round it off to 3000 B.C. exactly. So. Both of these things are happening in 3000 BC, but it's like <clears throat> chapter 11 is like the details of an event that caused the separation of all the different cultures and peoples in chapter 10. So they, they're both happening at the same time, um, and, and so the, 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 Moses just chose to put chapter 10 before chapter 11. Uh, because he was already kind of he already had started with the genealogies and the people and just talking about you know introducing the the sons of Noah and just it was obviously relevant but yeah so, so the timeline
0: the timelines are parallel
1: the timelines are parallel yes so
0: chapter ten is talking about a timeline of things that happen when we get to chapter eleven it's not like okay ten's done and then here starts eleven it's like ten's up here. And then 11's right here. Then they actually work through a timeline together.
1: Yes. Yeah. And I, I'm going to talk and, – and I mean I think it will be more clear after we get finished talking about Chapter 11. You know, so, yeah. Yeah, I think
0: so too. But um, I definitely agree that this is a good, really great ending. I love your analysis. Really good
1: <laughs> well i feel like all i did was talk about an but
0: yeah. no no really good analysis i'm super impressed i know our audience is, <laughs> <laughs> is impressed throw some comments in the <laughs> put some <laughs> comments below on what level of oppressiveness you have with <laughs> justin um 10 is the general maximum but you feel free to go above 10 if you <laughs> think that he just really blew it out of the water in this episode um, These are the families of the sons of Noah, according to their genealogies, by their nations. The flood's over with. The flood's done. Everybody just died, except for Noah and his family. And now the the world is being repopulated through Noah and his sons. So that's what we're getting into. I mean, we're starting from scratch here. God, God literally started from scratch.
1: We started over with just a select few. The cookies
0: cookies were burnt. Yep. Threw those cookies away. In a very godly manner. (laughs) Mind (laughs) you. In a very loving but...
1: Righteous manner.
0: Righteous manner. That's
1: right.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Very loving, very righteous. The cookies got burnt. That happens sometimes. God knew they were gonna get burnt, but he wanted he wanted the cookies to decide on their own if they wanted to get burnt. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> he threw those cookies away, and now we got a fresh batch in the oven. Okay, mm. now when cookies want to get burnt, and then you put them, you know, you give cookies free will, the choice to do things. You know,
1: you just stay in the oven too long. But
0: cookies, are cookie. cookies are cookies. Cookies are cookies.
1: <laughs> I mean, and sometimes cookies make bad choices. I mean,
0: if anything's true, cookies are cookies. Okay, that's all. I, amen. 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 So, um, yeah, Justin, thank you.
1: Thank you, Henry. <laughs> no, uh, no, no.
0: Thank you.
1: No, dude. Thank you for that cookie analogy. You know, thank what? you for the cookie illustration, man. I love cookies. And I love the Bible, and I love how you just brought them together.
0: Yeah, did we? We <laughs> no, the thing.
1: Yes, I love the Bible before I love cookies, but I'm just saying it was. Yeah,
0: they're joined. They're
1: joined. joined. You joined them.
0: First off, <laughs> dude, you're you're the baker. I'm like the cookie sheet, okay. Getting back to our cookie analogy, this is really going well. By the way, this this, this is where the analogy gets really good. Let's really power through yeah. on this one and finish this one out. Yeah. JK, let's uh let's end that before it gets more terrible than it already was. But bottom line <laughs> is, um, thank you. Yeah, guys. <laughs> thank you, sir. So yeah,
1: guys, this is a fun episode. It was good. Uh, you know, and I just think it's uh, you know, I think it's another connection i think it's cool like you know nimrod was highlighted and so that's why i think it was so highlighted because his actions and what he did is what's going to be addressed by god in the next chapter
0: right so
1: um and i mean honestly man this can so easily be missed like before i started studying the bible when i read through these things it's like i didn't know anything about nimrod and that you know his actions were what led to the tower of babel and And just kind of I'm excited to talk about the Tower of Babel tomorrow and what it really means. And and that that, like, I grew up – I don't know how I heard the stories I heard growing up, but those stories were not correct uh, Mm. of what the Tower of Babel – and I'm not saying – You were misled
0: by the church?
1: I was misled. I don't remember who I was misled by, but I was misled in what the Tower of Babel meant.
0: Wow. Yeah, or that story. That's sad I've never heard of that happening before um yep. you might want to let you might want to let let the world church president know that there's this one church in town that's not uh leading people correctly
1: it's in the tower of Babel
0: that's yep. true yep. that's true yep. no, I definitely do think that um uh, people are just not as smart as smart as us. I really think that's what happens sometimes, and we should be um we should we should feel sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, some cookies are smart. Come on.
0: <laughs> oh, totally, just kidding. By the way, we're a couple of knuckleheads. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm actually. We're
1: uh, we're half burnt cookies. It's true. i the illustration can go that that way.
0: I'm literally all the only function I serve here is just the guy with the computer. Um, if you <laughs> if you want to know where the brains. And the brawn come from? Brawn is just another word for handsomeness. That's that's literally this guy right over here.
1: No, <laughs> am I pointing the right way?
0: I hope so. <laughs> I think you are, dude. um no. This guy oh, right yeah.
1: here. <laughs> you know, here. Here's here's the thing, Henry. Henry brings swagger, and and I remember that. Here's the thing. There was this one time, me and Henry were, were in a wedding together and mm. and they they were introducing us into um they they were introducing the bridal party into the reception mm. and i had I'm the guy that had to walk behind Henry, and Henry had too much swagger. I just couldn't it was like after they introduced Henry to have to walk in behind him, that was a bummer man,
0: you know I'm sure they uh I'm sure they just edited the part of the video out where I'm walking, and yeah, and <laughs> they probably just got your part so. Yeah.
1: No, but, uh, I don't know what they did, but everyone in the room saw you.
0: <laughs> you know, I just, I don't notice these things. I just walk, and, yeah. you know, if I walk funny, then, little known fact, I'm i am a funny walker. So, um, just, uh, you know, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. Unfortunately, I don't have a whole lot of strengths. <laughs> 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 this guy got a double dose of the strengths. So, uh, I got a uh, I got the short be the short stick there's a little baby
1: but you're so, taller than me
0: you know <laughs> that's irrelevant to this we're both sitting down right now yeah, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think height has anything to do with this uh, anyway. okay well thank you seriously thank you <laughs> thank you thank you thank you bros i'm uh i just want to tell everybody have a protastic bro day and we'll both bro you later this goes all this goes all out to the the bros, bros of fiends which are the lady bros
1: yep and um <laughs> yeah
0: yeah so bro out
1: bro out
0: bro out bro out everybody Oh wow.
1: Yeah. Hey, hey.